Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher. I'm a mystic, spiritual midwife, and a transformational guide, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. Today I want to talk with you about the shadow. The shadow is the part of us that goes unnamed, or that gets repressed or hidden. And I want to dive in with a recent experience of mine that occurred right around the time of my father's death, which was earlier this year. So one of the things that was true in my father's life is that he had a previous marriage before he married my mother, and he had two sons from that marriage, and it was a very contentious divorce. And unfortunately, the woman he had been married to did not foster a connection or a relationship with his two boys. And that was deeply painful for my father to be estranged from them. And because of that, he carried a lot of pain forward into his life and didn't have the best skills for how to deal with that or how to cope with that. He also was a very proud man and came from a very proud family and heritage and divorce was not really commonplace uh, in the culture and the church that he grew up with. Death is that those relationships and that past had been put back in the shadow. It was unspoken and unnamed. And I realized only upon his death when I had reached out to one of my brothers just to share with him about the fact that our father had died, how much the pain of that, those two lost relationships, had impacted me that I was the first child born uh, with a new wife, obviously, but I was the first child born after the loss of those two boys. And I came into life in this um, field of his grief and his pain that was unnamed. And consequently, I felt responsible. I took that on without even understanding what it was. It, it really paved the way for me to step into the father's daughter role and to do my best to tend to his feelings. And not surprisingly, that was carried forward into other relationships in my life. So the reason I bring this up is because it, it struck me so profoundly. First of all, the impact of that shadow 
piece from my father's life that was that was affecting me so profoundly in seeing the ways that the generations linked and that my life, the story of my life and all the, I would say, beliefs that I came in with about relationship and about who I was and how I was supposed to relate to people but also to men was so impacted by that and and with my father's death and with the recognition and with the naming because um, my younger brother and I did choose to name out loud the fact that we had these two older brothers and it was the first time that many people had become aware of that at all um, that were very close with my dad beyond the family. And I was, I, I could feel this weight lifting off of me almost immediately with the naming and the owning of what had been repressed for all those years, the grief and the sadness, my father's grief and sadness, the un- uh, unfinished pieces that were still there with my half-brother and my dad. And, and, and I could feel just the weight being lifted off of me. It was so profound. And then I had another uh, situation not long after with my daughter, who is a teenager now. And there were some pieces from my girlhood, uh, that had gotten kind of messy uh, that that I too had not completely and fully dealt with. And my daughter was facing some challenges and starting to open up that same can of worms. And it, it just struck me between the eyes, the impact not only of when we choose not to deal with what is in our shadow, it, it does have repercussions, not just for us, but for those around us. So the other important thing, well, there's two important things. One is the fact that the shadow holds so much potency and life force and power because as we are repressing it, we have to use so much of our energy to keep it at bay. And to the extent that we can open to it, see it, name it, claim it, it frees up so much life force for us and can be such an empowering thing. And the second piece about that is that truly, the shadow is the shadow. Things get repressed, things get hidden, things get put to the back of the closet because there is shame associated with it, because we all have a deep need to be loved. We all have a deep need to belong. And the things that we put in the shadow are those things that we believe will put that in jeopardy for us that if someone were to know this about me, they might not love me, they might not see me. Um, 
they might not see who I really am. And, and then sometimes we can do that with ourselves as well in terms of having just so much self-judgment and recrimination for whether it's um, choices we've made or things we haven't done. Or I, I know for me, one of the big, big pieces of my own shadow for a long time was my power. And some of the common things that we as women often put in the shadow is our power, is our anger, our anger, um, sometimes our sexuality or our sexual desire. It can also show up um, around money and whether that means the desire for money or having needs, um, things like that, or also um, an inability to function in the area of money or other areas of our life. And so these areas where the shadow dwells are the spaces where we need the utmost compassion and self-love and oftentimes support. We need those people that can hold the space for us and lovingly witness and also model that compassion for those spaces where we feel like we just can't bear naming the unnameable or revealing the deep, dark secret, which oftentimes is in plain sight, whether it is that emotional presence that others can feel or it shows up in our behavior or our attitudes, what we believe is repressed in the shadow is not only affecting us, it's affecting those around us. And as I shared earlier, that is true for our loved ones, those elements or pieces that they are not addressing or dealing with can be impacting us as well. So I wanted to share this with you because it feels like a very important element that is often unnamed. And we are in a stage of our evolution where so much is being unearthed. We can see it culturally, how much of our collective shadow is being unearthed these days. And I believe that to the extent that we can bring forward those places within us that carry stigma or shame or that feel taboo, whether it's our light or our frailties or our wounds or our trauma or our baggage from our past, to the extent we can bring it forward into a circle of love and support and allow that to be bathed so that it can be healed and transformed. It, as I said, frees up so much energy that not only is beneficial for us, it's beneficial in our intimate relationships 
And ultimately, it's how we change in our collective. It really is person by person addressing those places within us that are just waiting to be revealed and healed and seen and owned and integrated, which brings us back to our true sacred nature. And that's ultimately what we do when we're able to go into the shadow and bring out a new peace and bring it into the arms and the embrace of love and compassion. It brings us back to more of who we genuinely are. On that note, I want to invite you to take advantage of the free offer I've created, Standing in Your Sovereignty, which is grounded fully in the deep essence of who you truly are. You can access that by going to standinginyoursovereignty.com. And until next time, always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes.